Presents Nerding Out. I'm your host, Adrift. And as usual, I'm happy to be joined by Mrs. Adrift. Yeah. We're hyped today. We're hyped today, aren't we, Mrs. Adrift? Yeah, I'm really hyped. <laughs> Before we get into it, how about we talk about our local restaurant recommendation? Mrs. Adrift, take it away. So this week's restaurant recommendation is for Hong Kong Island Dim Sum House, which we tried just the other day. We had some buns <laughs> and some dumplings and things like that, and it was very good. Hen hao, hen hao. What does that mean again? <laughs> it means very good Okay. In Chinese. Yeah, I speak a little bit, I'm like a kindergarten level, but I can say it's very good. So it was very good. So we recommend it. It's on Spadina, and uh, check it out if you can. We go through the episode really, really fast-paced, shifting between the Westview reality that has been created for Wanda and the real world with S.W.O.R.D. In Westview, the children are growing up at a rapid pace. They have to deal with that. But at the same time, Wanda and Vision are coming into conflict. In the S.W.O.R.D. world, you have them trying to figure out what is going on there, which comes to a head when they send the drone over and Wanda comes out really pissed off. I like to call this badass Wanda because she was badass in this scene. Now shift back over to the Westview reality and Wanda and Vision are having a huge argument. <laughs> a huge argument. You can tell Vision is scared. He wants to know what is happening. Why is Wanda doing this? Wanda's trying to calm him down. They really start to argue, but that's when a doorbell rings. And with that doorbell, the argument is put on pause as Wanda goes right to the door. Who else would be on the other side but Quicksilver? Now, I have to caution all listeners. It's not the Quicksilver that Mrs. Adrift wanted. I'm not disappointed. I was just like, really excited and then i was just a touch less excited <laughs> but we love evan peters yeah he's he was great as quicksilver but you preferred the other quicksilver yeah. just because he's in like he's in the other movie it would have been more consistent but i think it's really cool that they used evan peters though because that shows that connection as well to like the x-men movies and he's been in a bunch of movies like he's been in more movies related to the universe than Aaron Taylor Johnson. So that makes sense. Yeah, it's really unfortunate they couldn't bring back the real Pietro, but he's dead. No, but that's the whole point, that she brought him back from the dead. But it is really funny that they had Darcy say she recast Pietro. Yeah, <laughs> that's that my was favorite. hilarious. My favorite line is so funny. But you're right. It should have probably been the other Pietro. However, I'm of the belief that things are not what they seem. Now lead us into a couple of those fan theories. At Flash Lover 2AJT says, she warned for spoilers on her post, but she said, if Darcy knew that Wanda recast Pietro, that means that Aaron Taylor Johnson could in theory come back because that Evan Peters guy isn't actually Pietro. 
I bet she's just a touch, like, a little less excited that it wasn't actually Aaron Taylor Johnson as well. I think we're on the same page. But yeah. that's that's pretty interesting. Maybe it's true. Maybe it's not him. And it actually ties into another one that we saw by at stands for Marvel, who said, so guys, I still think Evan Peters is playing Mephisto. Is it Mephisto? Mephisto? Oh, no, I made that mistake last time. <laughs> Mephisto. Is it Mephisto? It's Mephisto. Okay, so... With an I at the end. Oh, okay. So she said that she thinks Evan Peters is playing Mephisto because his appearance on the sitcom as Pietro wasn't Wanda's will, proven by Wanda saying, I didn't do that. Very interesting. I like that one a lot. The thing about Mephisto is he can, like, change his appearance. He's kind of like Loki in that way, where he's known for being a trickster, where he looks differently. I personally believe that that is not Pietro, and it is probably Mephisto. That's my belief. That makes sense. You know who else could be Mephisto? The head of sword. That guy was such a D-bag. Oh, yeah. He was trying to, like, kill Wanda with his missiles. And then that part, that was, like, our favorite part. When... <laughs> She turned the guns on him, and he got so scared, like a little little child. Yeah, he was just a baby about it. He was it. like, whoa, 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 guys. <laughs> That's what you get when you mess with Scarlet Witch, bro. She just walks away. Yeah. It was so great. Screw that guy. And this goes with our last fan theory that we saw and wanted to mention today was from at CocoBean04 underscore who said, when Wanda walked out of her universe and had the urge to terminate Hayward, Wanda in turn accidentally terminated the dog because they were both something she technically didn't want. That's just my theory. That's an interesting theory. Like, yeah. that she, maybe, and now I was also thinking about that too, because towards the end when she's saying, like, it's not me, I don't even know why we're here, I don't know why this is happening, but... Clearly, from what the whole Hayward situation when she left the universe, like she had an idea. So I'm kind of conflicted as well. Like, does she know or does she not know? I feel like she knows, but I don't know. She's convincing me a little bit too. There's, there's so much going on. There's so many levels to this show. It could go in any direction, really. What's really interesting is I made a note of this when I watched it the second time. What I like to do is I like to watch the episode in the morning before we go to work and then make some notes. Then I'll watch it again with Mrs. Drift while she watches it for the first time. And then I can kind of pick up stuff. One thing I picked up on is the first um, scene in the episode where someone breaks characters with Agnes. Remember with the babies? Do you remember how Agnes said, you want me to go again? Blah, blah, blah. It's very, very subtle, but very, very telling. When Vision was like, what's going on? You know, he's having all that, like, why is she acting like this? Wanda subtly goes like this nudges her with her hand like underneath the screen you can see her move like that so it's like she's trying to signal something to agnes agnes seems like she is officially out of character now she knows what's going on she's aware of it unlike what was his name again herb no norm 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 when vision touched his head he was freaking out he said why is she doing this to me why is she doing this to me now let's make a note of that he said why is she doing this to me he didn't say wanda oh that could that's a, also a little bit of a hint no one's actually said wanda the only person that said it was monica rambeau but the other people did not say it was her we don't know there could be layers to this it's very very interesting to see it play out 
What do you think of the kids? Were they cute? <laughs> thought that was funny how they could control their aging. Like, and they just like aged up like a sim. <laughs> Did you remember how Wanda was trying to use her magic to make them go back to sleep when they were babies still? That's also something I want to make note of because what if the reason she wasn't able to use her magic on them is because they are actually like manifestations of magic. They're not real. And that's why they're growing up fast. That's why she couldn't use her magic on them because they're not actually real people. One thing we said on an earlier episode of our show is that Mephisto could be using Wanda's children, like in the comics, to give himself more power. So that could be hinting towards a possible grim demise of her kids. But didn't they say like she's actually changing reality because the whole thing with Monica's outfit how she, before she was sucked in she was wearing like a bulletproof vest and then it changed like her bulletproof vest into those pants with the with the fish yeah that's and a good point too so like maybe they're just i don't know what they're made out of but maybe it's something that's like not you can't control maybe because no i don't know yeah i, I mean the children are definitely like anomalies within this reality. Something's off about them. Mm. And I've, I hope that that's not the case because I want to see Wiccan speed now. If these kids get killed, that will be weird. It will be cool, but I don't know how people are going to feel about that if they're not familiar with the comics. And the other thing that we wanted to mention was about the commercial. <laughs> That was so mean. I didn't get it at You first. didn't get it? You don't remember? In Lagos, at the beginning of Civil War, Wanda is controlling this bomb, and she tries to kind of like hot potato it out of there. But I guess she wasn't thinking. It was in the heat of the moment. It went straight into a building. Exploded. Tons of people died. Horrible, horrible thing. So it was just really mean. The commercial said, Lagos, for when you make a mess, you didn't mean to. <laughs> did I do a good job there? Oh my gosh. Harsh. WandaVision. Harsh. <laughs> what do you think of the direction the show's taking? Do you like it so far? Yeah, I really like it. You know what I really, really love about this show, personally? I love it that it's a thing that we share together. We sit down, we talk about it, we drive to work the next day. I just love that we can share something like this. The last show that we had was probably Game of Thrones, and we weren't living together. So this is the first show where we're living together, we can discuss it. It's a, I feel like it's a nice, fun activity for the both of us to have, don't you think? Yeah, it's nice. I, I bet a lot of people are also like enjoying this with their family and friends as well. It's fun to like see this universe again too because you know when you used to go to the movies with all your friends and you you know get really excited and it's kind of like now we're doing that at home so you know what i just realized every single episode i've complimented you and you haven't done that once to me okay i've been working out yeah you have yeah you're so strong and handsome and smart yeah and really good at making podcasts and i'm so happy that i get to even be in the same room as you in front of all of this like amazing creativity whoa i'm floored by that compliment you're welcome <laughs> stop holding your mouth if you want to laugh laugh <laughs> you're trying to be quiet 
as we've started to really like grow as a show, I've loved communicating with everyone for a fan segment. You're all really smart and insightful people. And the truth is you're all super, super kind. And I'm really happy that we can grow our show and make all these connections with all of you. That all really shined in our latest fan segment. We wanted you all to pick a Marvel comic superhero, but give yourself a lame twist on their powers. Let me kick this off with the three that I came up with. First one, I'm Quicksilver, but I can only go the speed limit. (laughs) Useless, unless maybe you're on the Autobahn. (laughs) The next one is, I'm Luke Cage, but only my nipples are indestructible. Oh my God. And it's not because it's really cold outside either. Stop. (laughs) My favorite though, the first one I did, I am Professor X. However, I can only hear people's thoughts when they are being sarcastic. All right, Mrs. Adrift, let's hear from the rest of the fans. At chaos underscore and underscore uh, order um, said, I'm Squirrel Girl, except I can't actually talk to squirrels. I'm only pretending. (laughs) So just anybody. (laughs) (laughs) The other one was from at the Iraq nerd. Oh, yeah. You didn't get it at first. I was like you? trying to sound it out. Um, I'm Spider-Man. And in addition to warning me of incoming danger, my spider sense also tingles when I tell a bad joke. The severity of the tingle depends on how bad the joke is. <laughs> Let's call that the dad joke power. Yeah. Right? <laughs> All right. Now get into kind of the random ones from the Facebook group. We didn't have any names for these people, but they were so funny. Okay, so one it says, I'm Cypher, but I'm illiterate. <laughs> I'm the Punisher, but I will only shoot lyrics at you, posers. <laughs> uh, Mephisto, but I can only influence Mormons. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get that one. Wait, <laughs> maybe because I don't know that much about Mephisto. What can he do? He can influence people. Oh. He contr- like, he's, a, he's just, like okay. we talked about in the previous episode, Mephisto is just a douche. He's just super evil, and he likes to cause chaos. He can change his form. He can control people's minds. I get it, yeah. yeah. Okay, that's funny. Um, I'm the thing, but made of Play-Doh. We should come up with more of those to keep our fan segments going. Yeah, let's do next week a Mad Libs type one. Yeah. Did you ever do Mad Libs? Oh, yeah, I did them like all the time when I was little. Like I had the coloring books and everything. I don't even know what Mad Libs are. So you explain them to me, and then next week... We will do it for our fan segment. Okay. Yeah, so we'll get into that next time. Uh, I think that covers it all for today. Adrift, you want to lead us out? Yes, 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 Mrs. Adrift. Let's get ready. (laughs) (laughs) All right, everybody. This is Adrift saying goodbye. But I want you to know that every single time you listen, every single time you give us five stars or subscribe, I really appreciate it. To have your support means the world to us. You have been listening to Adrift Presents Nerding Out. I'm your host, Adrift, signing off. Adrift with friends. Let's have some fun.